right. You ready? Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to season three, everybody. Yay. This is episode 41. And I think it's a pretty good one to start our season. I agree. We had Mission in Sync. And Two members of Mission yes. in, Well, technically three members, three members of Mission in Sync. <laughs> yes. But I was officially unofficial as far as this. I mean, I I spoke where I could, but yeah, we had other people come on instead of just me talking about it because there's way more people that are involved with this. And a lot of them are people you probably follow on Instagram and don't, and even, don't realize even realize that they're part of Mission and Sync. And really part of the discussion that we had is that everyone's part of Mission and Sync, whether you're actually helping put the content that they release together or just interacting with them. Even if, if you're just interacting with them, they still consider you part of Mission and Sync. And I, I liked that. We had been talking about having, you had been, you mentioned having Mission and Sync on for a while, several times, like for a while. And I was very hesitant. This episode went really, really well, I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, it, I think it came out, it exceeded my expectations. Yeah. So what were, what were you expecting? I mean, I'm. I I still don't necessarily know why you were hesitant, so I'm yeah, curious. Yeah, you know, for me, personally, I always just felt like they weren't inclusive. And I just, I don't know why. Just, that was just always how I felt. It never felt like a welcoming sort of group. Um, And I... Always with, kind with, of felt like with, it had a little bit of a negative. I don't know. I do think you, because, do you feel that way now, though? No, I don't feel that way now. I think that to your point of there's a lot of people in Mission and Sync that you don't realize are in Mission and Sync. I was associating negative interactions that I had with people that I knew were part of Mission and Sync. Okay. And as a result of that, it put a bad taste in my mouth for the entire group. Okay. And after having had Shade and Marissa on, I feel very yeah. differently about Mission and Sync as a whole. And for me, it was more that I didn't want how I viewed the negativity of Mission and Sync to rub off on our podcast, and I didn't want people mm -hmm. to associate us with them. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. But after having had them on, I feel a lot different about it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like really good about it and excited about it. And I felt like it was a very positive experience. And I genuinely enjoyed our time. I enjoyed my time with them. I could have talked to them for hours. Yeah. Um, and it made me feel like this is what Mission and Sync is. And this is the Mission and Sync that I am proud to say, like, yeah, I will contribute. And I want to contribute. And I want to be part of that movement um mm -hmm. and it's it would be great if mission and sync did more to show that side i feel like maybe that side of the group um of that team isn't necessarily shown as much and i think that for them this episode is also going to be like good for them yeah because i think it's going to show a different side that a lot of people on social media don't necessarily see that side of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And maybe you, it's up to you whether you want to edit this part out or not, but it reminds me of there's some people that 
had been listening to our podcast and because I'm not going to say who, but you know who I'm referring to um, because of a certain guest that we had on said, Ooh, this leaves a sour taste in my mouth. And yes, I felt I've, like that was speaking for the entire group of mission and sync. And clearly it wasn't. And I realized that because Sade had been on one of our episodes in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was and, when I kind of came to that realization that, you know what, this person kind of said they they alluded to perhaps speaking for the group, but they really weren't speaking for the group. Well, um, and um, well, just and even then, I remember being hesitant to have that person on. But since then, have had really good interactions with this particular person. And. I'm glad that this person has been on other episodes that we've we've had. Um, again, we've there are people that aren't a fan of us having this person on, but the interactions that I've had with them and the content that has been in our episodes and on our social media is stuff that I've all felt okay with. And I feel like hopefully that means that people will continue to give our podcast a chance and whether this person is part of part of it or not. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Also, leading up to recording this episode and right up to that day, I had received some screenshots from some people who were upset because they felt like they were being bullied for listening to Kate and it opened up a whole new thing. So when we sat down to do that interview, that was on the forefront of my mind. And I was just like, mission in sync. I don't want to do this today. But again, I, I was very, and I didn't bring it up in the interview just because I felt like it was wanted to give going them a shot. so well. And I wanted to be fair yeah. and have that do you know what I mean I didn't want it to be that and I don't want it to be that kind of episode and again the only reason why I'm bringing that up now obviously I mean because we're talking about it for one but second I think it's important that like I be honest and say like this wasn't necessarily an episode that I was super um excited about Yeah, you know, I was excited about it because, I mean, I'm excited for every episode because it's more content. It's new content, right? But I wasn't necessarily like, oh, the moment has come. I mean, it had been a long time coming, but I mean, I was really nervous and I was quiet at first for a lot of it. And then as I started to feel like, you know what, I feel good about this. And there were things that they had said in the interview. I don't want to give too much away because I want everyone to listen to it. But there were certain things that they said that kind of resonated with me as far as like having the positive attitude. If you don't have anything positive to say, go say it. We had quoted JC. Yeah. Go say it somewhere else. Go say it somewhere else. Go take it over there. And to know that maybe the, that not maybe, but the opinion of one person is definitely not. Speaking for the whole group. Speaking for the whole group. You know, just like our opinions are different, Gina. Yeah, yeah. You and I have very different opinions on a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, we're not saying, well, this is what Gina says. So this is the podcast stance or this is what Christina says. So this is the podcast stance, you know? Yeah.
So season three makes this episode 41. 41. Yes. So get in touch with us. Um, let us know what you think about this episode. I'm really excited for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get back. We'll get into that a little later. But I mean, you know, you guys know you can find us on Instagram at Ready to Fall Podcast or at Christina underscore Ready to Fall Podcast. Um, we have the Facebook group that Gina manages. It's Ready to Fall Podcast Friends. We're on Twitter, which I don't think either of us are currently doing. <laughs> no point. Toxic Twitter, right? Um, and that is RTFP underscore in sync pod. Also, we have a TikTok. Yes. Right? What are we on yes. TikTok? Just ready to fall podcast or? Uh, let me look that up. <laughs> and while Jeep is looking that up, we also have a Google voice number that if you call, we'll go right to voicemail. You can leave us a message, 215-867-9824. On TikTok, we are at ready to fall pod. All right. There we go. Shout out to Peter, aka Call Me Spicy Daddy, for, for um, setting that for setting, setting that, that up, up for us. I I manage it, and I no, I I really don't. Well, do you know what <laughs> I did I'm yesterday? About it. Last, did you see last night? I went on, and I'm just like, I'm gonna share all of the thirst TikTok. Yes, I was like, <laughs> why are we doing this? I'm like, are you doing this to try and get Justin's numbers? to be lower in comparison to everyone else (laughs) no I didn't even you know what I didn't even think of that but I mean that's a good idea too I just did it because I love those videos Kiki made them for us Kiki and I just love them and you know what it was too I had just come off of my whole thing with making joeys yeah and um yeah so I was kind of in that mindset all right are we ready to go into up against the wall Let's do it. You know we don't care at all that that we see you up, up against the wall. All right. No in sync related stuff. I'm like, the closer we get to Thanksgiving, I'm like, are we going to get a Black Friday merch release? Oh, like, I didn't even think of that. Uh, I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, Or even if not a full <laughs> on merch release, maybe some discount sales. Right. Votes? Because I'm wondering I'm scared what's still, to wear my I'm stuff. What's still up. So I wore the sweats for Did pajama you take them day. To the dry cleaner? No, I have not cleaned them yet. <laughs> I'm terrible <laughs> about that. And that was last week, so I'm like, uh, I need to. I only I wore them just the once, but I'm like, I'm like, I haven't done laundry yet. So I mean, that's terrible that it's been over a week and I haven't done laundry. But so nah. all of the stuff I got is definitely for this time of year. And I have it all in like a um, crate under the bed because like, okay. I have like storage yeah. stuff. Corey built, and he's and I took it out because I was like, oh, maybe I'll wear this. And I was like, no. And he's like, are you ever gonna wear any of that? And I'm like, it's dry clean only, and I get everything on myself. And I just I don't want to, you know. That that was my big I'm, like, thing. I'm like to I, wear it. I'm like I work with preschoolers, and thankfully. Whether it was part of me is like, okay, JC, even this is overextending your reach. Because <laughs> I was like, I, I work with two-year-olds. I'm like, oh, these kids get into everything. That was ended up being one of the days where I was in rooms with babies all day who actually don't make a mess. So I was like, okay, JC, like, 
somehow you're looking out for me even when I'm at work, not recording in secret content. Like, okay. He's like, she's wearing the merch. We have to protect her. Protect the tie-dye sweatpants. <laughs> and I'm actually wrong. My husband did laundry and it was in there. So he did it just normal Uh-oh. laundry and it, it came out fine. It's so okay. We're good. Sorry. We're good. All right, yeah. good. So it's okay. So you must be excited today because, well, I mean, you sent me a picture earlier. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm I'm excited for several reasons. Um, so just in news. Um, so we're recording this on Sunday, the 13th. Yesterday was my wedding anniversary, and it also happened to be Justin's youngest brother, his wedding day. So excited all all three of the timberlake boys are now officially off the market um and looking at his instagram his stories justin was there and i mean i i i there was never a doubt in my mind that he was going to be there it was just was he going to just be like and he and the answer is yes um he was very much just in the background there's maybe a cut there's I don't know how many stories there were like 10 different stories that Steven shared or that are on his, that are on his story. Um, and I think of all of those, Justin is in two and one of them, if you blink, you miss him. And like, you, you don't really tell until someone zooms in and then it's only for a second that you really get like his face. And I'm like, yep, that's Justin, but you wouldn't know that really looking at it so so he he let his brother have like his day um no one none of the stories that were on his instagram even tagged his brother like there was there there was no picture of the three brothers which i'm kind of a little sad on but at the same time i'm sure that they have copies of pictures of the three of them that they've just taken themselves so that is totally fine like I'm I'm glad that he was able to be there for his brother and for his new wife Brooke, um, and many happy years together. But at the same time, I'm also feeling old as fuck because that's the baby that Justin is holding in pictures in 1998, <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say yeah. that that I remember like. 20 some odd years ago like he was literally a baby yeah and now so, here we are <laughs> so when when you watch the disney special when they're on the safari and there's that little boy on justin's lap that's the middle the middle brother jonathan who gotcha. does, okay. he, uh, his wife does real estate he i don't know if he's part of 1230 with Justin, but he posts a lot of 1230 content. So that's interesting. Um, I mean, he's in Nashville as well. So maybe that's part of why. But so yeah, so there was some just some Justin sightings in Tennessee yesterday. Um, and obviously, since, I mean, we've talked about this in the past, because it is not something that Justin himself has shared. Yeah. 
we're happy to chat about it, but we won't be posting any pictures. No. But you can certainly go on Instagram and the story and see the stories if yeah. you choose to do so. If you if you're listening to this within the time frame, because I'm not sure when those got posted. Oh, um, so yeah, because they're because they're only they're on his stories. So the so 24 hours. Oh, they were posted an hour ago. This is the first ones. Yesterday was the best day of my life, and it's Tim dancing with his wife. And she, it's a beautiful dress. If you go through the stories, like mm-hmm. it's a really pretty dress. It's long sleeve, but not. Like it's, it's beautiful. So congratulations to them. Um, so for reference, it's Sunday, November 13th at 1155 yes. AM. <laughs> so if you're listening prior to Monday, November 14th at 1155 AM, no, 1055 AM, you'll be able to see the pictures. Yeah. And that's Eastern time. It's 855 where I am. Oh, this is so, true. Yes. Yes. Um, I feel like we've already had a day. <laughs> yes, because we've recorded an episode earlier today before doing this part. So, yeah. yes. Um, so, yeah, there's not saying that he won't necessarily later, like once they're maybe back from their honeymoon or something. But the last picture that he posted said was back in May saying six months till we're married. And I looked at the date and I'm like, wait, May? Oh, November. That's my wedding day so i share a wedding anniversary with a timberlake yay and how is that for an anniversary present (laughs) (laughs) justin knew you needed him and got you some content there you go (laughs) yes i'm yeah i'm sure that's how that worked (laughs) shall we move on to chris yes so Chris went, is it called the Gaylord Opryland? Yes. Okay. With Carly Nash and Melissa Joan Hart um, and Melissa's family. And they just had like some Christmas um, activities. They saw Christmas lights and carolers and all so kinds much of fun, fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, when Carly posted it, she had Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays playing over it. Yes. Which I love. She's in the spirit with us. You know, yesterday... I went to a baptism party for my cousin's little boy, Weston. On the way there, <laughs> I had the Christmas album on. As one and does this time my of year. mom was like, are we really listening to Christmas music? And I'm like, yes. Welcome to the Why car. not? We are. Um, so, yeah. So I was having, you know, it's the season. It's the season. Um, also, Carly posted some video footage of their home really beautifully decorated for Christmas Mm -hmm. Um, and some deers frolicking throughout their neighborhood. So the Kirkpatrick's are definitely in the Christmas spirit. Do we not have anything for Lance? Because I realized I'm like, we're going from Chris to Joey and we normally have Lance in the middle. Oh, you're right. No, there was lots of Lance stuff. And I think that maybe it got cut by accident in our editing. I mean, I know that Lance posted quite a bit um, about the passing of Aaron Carter. Yes. Um, And he wrote a beautiful tribute. And if you go to his Instagram. Yeah, Chris did too. um, You can read it. Yes, Chris did. You can read it there. Um, Also, Lance did this really cool thing where – 
as far as saying like he's a kindness captain, he posted a picture of his Starbucks app with yes. his barcode and was like, "Go get a Starbucks on me." By the time I, I saw really it, cool. by the time I saw it, it had like one hour left. I'm like, I'm sure there's no more money on that. Yeah, I saw <laughs> it when it was like two hundred and thirteen dollars, but it was like at the point where like most of the Starbucks in my area were closed, mm. and I was like, as cool as it would be to post a picture of my Starbucks um, purchased by Lance, I'm not going to make it. But yeah. Emily Lamarca, okay, who we, oh, we spent some time at the Pop Two Thousand, yes. Did. And she posted a picture of her uh, drink and said, thanks, Lance, and posted, uh, tagged him on it. Um, yeah. Also, they had a party for, um, or they attended a party um, for Teddy, which they say is Alex and Violet's brother from another mother. Okay. Um, and Teddy, of course, is Pandy, which is Lisa Vanderpump's little boy I okay. believe um and they had um ponies there and just like really cute decorations yeah. and stuff um and of course Pandora looked absolutely gorgeous she had like this blue gown on it was like very Cinderella and just storybookish and really really cute and there's a really sweet picture of Alex and Violet on Instagram in a toy Mercedes Benz with a big blue bow <laughs> on it, um, which just totally tracks, and I love it. Yes. Um, and then we had talked about you posted the TikTok of Lance. Yes. Stepping his or stepping on a Lego, I guess. Yeah. And he's in that TikTok with Michael and Lisa, so that was a lot of fun, also. Um, yeah. And Michael's I posted some pictures from Heart and. Hart posted some pictures with Lance and Michael in them, and they're just, you know, they're very active on social. I love mm -hmm. it. And then Joey. Um, okay. Do you want me to do Joey? I know normally yeah, you, you do. Yeah, you do Joey. You're fine. Okay. I know. I kind of just started doing Lance, so go do Joey. Okay. Make my Joey. Uh, <laughs> Joey posted a newer commercial for Hilton Vacation Club answering questions about things he packs in his carry-on bag. He made mention that he always packs extra. Did he actually use the word pantaloons or is that just you using that word? I use the word pantaloons. I don't <laughs> okay. remember what word he used, but it was underwear. Oh, oh, those. Okay. okay. In his carry-on. Yeah. Okay. Um, what did you think pantaloons meant? Pants? <laughs> No, underwear, <laughs> pantaloons. Okay. <laughs> pantaloons is a registered trademark. Of <laughs> <laughs> Where's Tina when you need her? Oh, my God. We need to come up with a dictionary of all of our ensemble pantaloons, styly thighs. We need to do that. That has to happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Joey was also featured in a podcast with Dr. Kellyanne Petrucci, and they talked about what a healthy diet looks like, and Joey showed us his hands. You know, these fellas are just, I like to pretend anyway. They're, they're, they're creeping on our podcast. They're creeping they're on listening. our podcast. I mean, Lance talks about his bulging thighs, thighs and then Joey lifts up his hand. JC shows up at... I won't random say random times. Random times with specific things. 
that are very yeah. on brand for him and it gives us content that's very on brand for us as far as how good he looks. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <sighs> and then in JC news, um for this week, he's been laying low. But as we finish recording our episode with Anna from This Must Be Pop Pod, that doesn't mean he's not doing any. He's not just laying around the house. Oh, my gosh. He, he's doing stuff, but we just don't know what it is until he's ready for us to know. He is a busy bee, let and me even, tell you. And even, and even then, there's a lot of, and we'll go into this in the episode in two weeks. There's a mm -hmm. lot of stuff that he's done that a lot of us don't realize that he had a hand in. Yeah. It's so, pretty incredible. He is. So even then, when he's ready to release it, he doesn't even say anything about it because I had no idea about a lot of these different things. Well, yeah. And at one point while we were recording with Anna, I cut in and I was just like, I feel so upset. And I'm like, I, I feel really bad because I'm always like, JC needs to do something. He's not doing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's been steadily working for like the last 20 years. Yeah. And has done so so much stuff and yeah. I'm so excited for that episode to go live because I think it's going to be eye-opening for I mean I'm sure like I always say I'm not unique and it was really eye-opening for me and I feel like a lot of our listeners are going to be shook yeah. when they hear this episode and I'm so excited and so it's yeah he's not in the public anymore but I mean he's still everywhere yeah so Props to you, JC, for being able to do what you love ooh, ooh. and and still have a private personal life. Yeah, right? I mean, you grace us with your presence when, when we need it. I mean, really, the, the timing for everything that has kind of come from him has been kind of just like a, a breath of fresh air as far as mm -hmm. like, Oh, I need I needed to see JC out and happy at this time and mm -hmm. things like that. And especially with some of these things where it's could be things that are close to our hearts as far as just that he's helping fundraise for certain things and things like right. that. Um or he is still friends with Lance that they go out and they hang out. Good stuff. So, all right, are we ready to get into our discussion with Mission in Sync? Let's do it. We are joined by two mem two members. Well, I mean, technically three because I'm part of this as well. Of uh, um, mission in sync today, so this will be fun. I feel like this has been a long time coming because, yes, Gina, you've mentioned quite a bit over the course of the last 10 months that you wanted to do a mission in sync episode. So, this is very exciting. Well, thank you both for having us. This is, I know Gina's right. I mean, we've, I think she first brought this up sometime over the summer and it just mm -hmm. kind of never panned out. So I'm glad that it's actually happening now. And right before the holidays. So it's like a little holiday treat, right? Yes, <laughs> definitely. And um, at least the day we're recording this is the birthday of the 
Christmas album. So, yay! I was bumping um, the heck out of that album. Oh my god. I love it all year, but yesterday in particular, I was like going for it. My daughter, so she'd been like all about Halloween. And then on Sunday, she started singing Jingle Bells, and I'm like, oh, is it time? Is it time? I'm like, can I do this without being judged by my husband? And I mean, mind you, I probably could have gotten away with this anyway, because when I take my daughter to church, it's just the two of us. So, I mean, I always give her the choice. I'm like, do you want to listen to NSYNC or do you want to listen to Frozen? And she always gets the choice. There are some times where she chooses NSYNC and I'm like, good job, little girl. Like, yes, thank you. Thank you, instead of me just forcing it upon you. Like that's, that's where I'm the toxic parent on that one. Like, no, you're, you don't get a choice. If you're going to listen to an, uh, a Christmas album, it's going to be in sync first. Everyone yeah. else in second. But you're going to hear it. Oh, God. Really quick. I was We were riding in the car, and I said, babe, you want to hear some Christmas music? He's like, oh, I guess. You know, Halloween is over. I said, would you like to hear some horny Christmas music? <laughs> <laughs> and I, at first, I put out under my tree. I'm like being all extra, you know. I'm like, oh, where's the Santa? Could be here to see. I'm like grinding in the seat. And, like, <laughs> and he's like, what is happening right now? And I said, hold on, wait a minute. And I went over a couple texts and I said, Christmas time. It's so special. <laughs> he was like, who released this track? <laughs> We do have a Mission in Sync campaign that we're doing around the Christmas album. Yeah, so we've been doing this for the last few years. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, Mariah claims to be the queen of uh, Christmas songs. And while, you know, she does have an amazing uh, song, you know, in sync songs in their whole repertoire, Home for Christmas is just an amazing album. So every Mm -hmm. year we see it kind of jump higher in the charts around this time there's a specific holiday charts we just want everybody to to listen you know i think one thing that's really big about mission and sync is that we try to show the guys how much that there's uh the love and support out there like it's one thing for us to bombard their instagrams or their twitters or whatever but it's nothing to see like kind of like hard data like when you see yeah long climb the charts you're like whoa people are really listening so every year and we'll probably continue to do it we just really want people to to get out there and stream as much as possible so we can show them the love absolutely in fact let's let's go ahead a quick little segue if you just happen to have an alexa or a smart device and i really that's smart please put it on in sync christmas album and just let it play all day all yeah. day for the next few weeks, maybe. Few as months. long as you have the volume on, it counts. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can oh, have it in like the smallest setting, and it still counts. <laughs> exactly. If you really want to show off their skills, please put on Oh Holy Night, and please yes, shove it in everyone's face. Like, do you hear that five-part harmony? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always go so hard when like when you can really hear it. I'm like, y'all, they can actually sing. Like my right. my favorite band can sing. I, I can't talk about nobody else, but I'm just saying you can't get right. everybody. This one, so Oh Holy Night, and I thought she knew as far mm-hmm. as just being yeah. able to hear every voice on a song. It's so beautiful. I want to back up just a little bit, but I yeah. do want to talk more about the Christmas campaign. Um, Shade, I know that you have joined us before, but I believe this is definitely Marissa. This is your first time. Joining on the us podcast. On the podcast. Um, so, of course, welcome. Welcome to both of yes. you and welcome, Marissa. Thank um, you. So, 
can you share a bit about yourself with us and your fan origin story? Sure. Um, so I am almost 35. I live in Boston and I have been an NSYNC fan since the early days in TRL. I think I first discovered them during TRL and um, fell in love pretty much immediately and then binge watched the Disney special and uh, have been, you know, pretty active in the fandom ever since. Awesome. So you're kind of, I guess we're all kind of within that same five to seven year range. Age range? Age range of when we discovered NSYNC and started listening, um, which is interesting because the fans, the age of fans really does jump vary. Yes. yes. I love seeing the younger fans and then some of the older fans and kind of listening to how they came about and finding in sync. It's it's really fascinating to me. Yeah, it seems especially the last couple of years with the pandemic, there's this resurgence of yeah. we've seen we've seen 17. like teen, we've seen like teenagers send things into yeah. Mission and Sync and like, you know, because we do a lot of campaigns and we're like, uh, did you talk to your parents about this? Because we don't want to post like, <laughs> like, 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 your name. Yeah, information <laughs> or we're not posting it. No, like, not that it's not good, it's just you know, you're minors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so about Mission in Sync, tell everyone because I know for myself. I remember seeing stuff about Mission and Sync on Facebook long before I kind of really jumped into Instagram and everything. Um, so tell everyone what Mission Instinct is. How did you guys get started? Just kind of like broad strokes. What is Mission and Sync? Sure. So we are almost three years old. We started in December of 2019. Um, and the way that we got started is that there was another InSync podcast, the Girl Where You're Alone podcast, that a lot of us were members of their Facebook group and kind of friendly with each other. And the two girls in that podcast had interviewed Chris. And he said something along the lines of like, you know, I know that there's a, a desire for a reunion. But every single time that the guys and I get together and the fans go wild and think that there's something going on, it kind of like dims the light of, of us being able to just be friends and exist as friends. And because the, the Girl Where You're Alone podcast had like a, a great old list of cons cons conspiracy theories. Theories, yes. So, so when they said that, wow, like that kind of resonates. Like we don't want them to feel like they can't be friends because – we're going like too crazy as fans. So we thought about like, instead of sitting here and, and coming up with these conspiracies or feeding into what they're giving us, why don't we just show them that we still care? Like, why don't we put together this fan campaign and, and try to engage the fandom and do all these fun and creative things so that we can show them that there's still so much interest and love out that, there with the hopes of reuniting. And it, it sort of drifted a little bit from there as I think as time went on where it's it's less focused on like, oh, we want them to get back together. I mean, obviously we want that, but more focused on like, let's just support them and everything they, they do individually and as a group. Um, because I think sometimes as a fandom, we can get so lost on, oh, we want them to reunite that we forget that they're doing amazing things individually that should be, uh, you know, celebrated as well. Mm -hmm. And how many members do you guys have? We've fluctuated, but I think right now we're about 25 members. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> there's a lot of us. <laughs> well, and so part of that is because there are some people that specifically are running the Facebook page, run, doing the social media and working on posts for those different outlets. Um, that it's not just one person. And so correct me if I'm wrong. Um, each of the social media outlets have their own team. Is that correct? Yes, we have a small group of what we call them admin team that, that are social media admins that handle all the social media stuff. And then the rest of the group, what we do is we sort of rely on them to come to come to us with, you know, come to the group with ideas like, hey, I want to do this really cool thing that I thought I saw from another fandom that I think we could, you know, make into in the sync world. And then we come together and we have someone that works, a couple of people that work on graphics and we just kind of like meet in the, the brains and, and come together to flesh out this idea and make it a reality. Women, we get it done. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so do you guys have any men in mission in sync or is it all women? All women, girl power. <laughs> I'm just saying, we like we get the job done. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm like Shade and I. We used to run the Instagram account together for like what two and mm -hmm. a half years. Yes. I still run Instagram, but like you know, Shade and I became really great friends in yes. doing that because when you're running the social media pages, you literally talk all day, every day. Yeah, mm -hmm. you have to. You got to communicate because you would hate to post something like, hey, I posted that like three seconds ago and it's like a double. You're like, oh, crap, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Am I giving away my work ethic here? <laughs> 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 I, I, I swear I leaned on Marissa so much. Like, like sis, what is this? That is this right? Can you reread this? You can read that, right? And you know what it says. You know what it means. Okay, okay. She's like, you got this. I'm like, I know. Let's just. You know, well, so that's the thing, and I'm sure I'm sure you guys can relate running your own podcast and social media. Like sometimes mm -hmm. you have to, you know, work with sure. each other because sometimes things that make sense in your brain don't make sense to everybody else, and you want to yeah. make sure you're being as clear as possible. Oh, a hundred percent. I feel like some days I'm just literally on Instagram all day, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah, um, I mean, there's, there's but... worse there's worse places to spend your time, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> But it's like you kind of get dizzy because you're like sharing and posting and oh, this person liked it and that person commented and it's just some days it's just nonstop. But that's a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's mm -hmm. interest. So um, if somebody wanted to join Mission and Sync, how would they go about doing that? Just reaching out to you guys on social media? So the way that we look at it is that everybody's part of Mission and Sync. We have our planning team which help kind of coordinate, like I said, all the campaigns and things that we do. But the, we look at it as we want the entire fandom to consider themselves as part of Mission and Sync. And the way that you're a part of it is by participating. So when we have mm -hmm. these calls to actions in their campaigns, you know, send something in. When we have, you know, Zoom nights and polls and whatever the case is. like Birthday parties. And, yeah, birthday parties. Like, whatever we have going on, if you're participating, then we consider you part of us. Like, this isn't just the 25 people that run the accounts. Like, we want this to kind of be sort of like the unofficial fan account, fan club. Like, you know, we just want to to bring the, the fandom and unite them in a positive way because there can be drama within the fandom and we really just kind of allude to positivity. We really would just mm -hmm. want to be happy and, and, and spread all that love to these guys. Can I, <laughs> can I quote, can I quote the unicorn? <laughs> I don't dwell on the negative. We don't dwell on the negative. 
<laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> if you have something negative to say, go say it over, over there. there. I love it. So let's talk some more about the different campaigns you guys do throughout the year. I know we talked briefly about the Christmas campaign. Um, We're not really the Christmas campaign, but the Christmas out the holiday album campaign. Tell us more about some things you may have coming up uh, for November and December and for the new year and how we can get involved, how people can get involved and things like that. You know, I think right now we don't have a too much coming up that we have planned on on the on the short term. Um, you know, we always just tell people to follow all our social medias. We're on you know TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, uh, kind of the whole nine. So just kind of keep watching us to see what's going on. But I don't think we have anything planned in the interim. Um, that's you know too notable. Um, if you want to know kind of about some of the things that we've done, I think, you know, maybe Sade could talk about our magazine. She was really instrumental mm-hmm. in that, which was a really huge, uh, campaign that we did that had some, some pretty, pretty cool, uh, ramifications. That would be awesome. You know, it's funny you mentioned the magazine. I remember seeing, I guess it was an Instagram post or maybe on Facebook, a picture of Lance holding a magazine. Was that yes, a real magazine or was that yes. photoshopped? No, it was real. real. <laughs> That's real. awesome. Can you tell us about that? There was no magazine BBL. It was all totally natural. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so it, it, myself and Katrin, oh God, I'm going to get her last name wrong. I never look at anyone's Meryl. last name. Meryl. Thank you. I, I Look, Forgive me, I never look at anyone's last name. Look at your first name and your face, and that is it. um, So I I wish I could tell you exactly how we came up with this thought, but we we thought about the magazine, and we're like, dude, let's let's do it old school. I remember you used to go and pick up Teen Bop, and you used to go pick up Teen People, um, J14. Like, let's put together a magazine, but it's the fans, and we're just showing the guys, like, you know, hey, we still love you. These are our origin stories. That way they don't have to sit and listen anywhere. They got reading material physically right there. And it started off as an idea. Then it just grew and grew. We got people that were coming trying to help out. And Katrin, the freaking genius that she is, she figured out how to put it into a magazine form. And the first one was very exclusive. Or in, Lord, forgive me with the oofs. But basically, whoever participated were the ones that got a copy got access to it just because we weren't sure how that was going to transpire if we like let everyone have one so that's why the first one is very limited like extremely mm-hmm. limited. but the second one it was a free-for-all we're like dude go for it um you got to pay for your own print but it was the second one was even thicker than that and it was amazing i well, the second I one was the it. 25th anniversary of nsync so it was yes. october 1st 2000 uh, I'm going to start. Cobra First 1995 was when the guys formed. So it was the 25th anniversary of that. So we actually had like interviews. Like I got to talk to Chris's mom. I interviewed her, I spent like an hour on the phone with her. Um, so we got some really cool exclusive interviews. And it was just like, it was just, I don't know. It was like kind of like one of those moments where you're like pinching yourself. Like, am I really freaking talking to Chris Kirkpatrick's mom right now? Right. <laughs> oh, no, no, that but it's so true, sis. Where you're like, for a moment like this, something like seriously. Hey, Kelly Clarkson. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, okay. If you were to go back and speak to your six, seven, eight year old self and say, hey, you were going to have a conversation with the Johnny Wright. 
you're going to have a conversation with this, with the mama Lynn. You're going to have a conversation with mama Bev, with mama Bass. Like you're, you're, you're not gonna, you're you tripping girl, please. Whatever. We're just happy to see them in concert. No, you got to talk to their family, their dearest ones. And of course I, I would think we made a good impression because, you know, we didn't get any backlash for it. I would think that they like us, <laughs> they really like us. <laughs> but it's, it was a once in a lifetime thing. Like, oh my goodness, looking back on it, I still can't believe we did that. Yeah. And they all seem so like genuinely happy to talk about these things. I think somebody said, said at one point, like it's been so long since I've thought about these things or talked about these things since it's, you know, they've been so removed from their prime. Um, so it was, it was, I think a nice trip down memory lane for the parents and man managers that we spoke to. And then we also have the Urbition yeah. Sync radio. So I didn't mention that when I was listening to all the <laughs> socials, I'm, I'm oh terrible. Love you, radio crew. <laughs> yes. T-Money, Tati B, uh, C DJ, DJ CJ. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they have a radio show. They, they put them together like every few weeks or every few months. Usually around anniversaries, anniversaries things, yeah. collabs. We've been doing a lot of collabs with like K-pop bands, and we did one with a Charlie Puth radio. So like kind of, you know, corresponding newer artists. Um, and it's it's they do a really great job. So you should all tune in. It's on the Station Head app um, at Mission and Sync, and you know just follow along. We we po always post when they have. Um, the shows come out and it's it's really fun and it, and if you can't catch it live they're all they're all there. Yeah, so you can go back I, I was just gonna right I was just gonna say that if you if this is the first you're hearing about about it, all of the shows that they've done are available for you to listen to. So don't feel like oh my gosh I missed it. Be like well you might have missed it live, but you can still listen to everything. So I know earlier when we were chatting before we started to record on Instagram. We had said like the official, unofficial Instinct fan club. Is there still an official Instinct fan club people can join? No, I don't know. So. <laughs> I, I wish. But that you, would you be can pretty send cool. Us fan mail. You can you can do anything. We've we've gotten uh you know luckily I think because we've been around for a while we've been able to make really good great relationships with some of the managers and yeah. um, so I mean we'll we can if anyone has fan mail they can send it to us like. I mean, we, we, we really do try to see ourselves as kind of the go-to for the fan experience. Like, I not, mean, not cocky of us. <laughs> and I just yeah. say, though, Joey did, like, low-key call us the fan club on uh, What Does Joey Know? That's why I'm kind of like, I mean, just I love give, that. Us, give us that blue check, you know? Put some respect on the We can put back together if anyone needs it. <laughs> Now that that being said, that does not mean that we are in touch with the guys that we would be able to report anything like a reunion right. officially, unless they have done it themselves from their personal socials or the InSync social media account. At that point, we're finding out the same time as you guys. I mean, unless they reach out to us, which I don't think any of them have actually done that beyond just liking posts or yeah. comments. Yeah, we have, I mean, we definitely get messages on, on our social media campaigns, uh, uh, platforms of people that think that we like have some sort of in or sometimes think that we're in sync. We'll go get messages like, we really love you in sync. Come back together. And we're like, uh, not in sync, but thank you. Yeah. We, we feel the same. <laughs> yeah. But no, we don't. I mean, you know, we have some relationships where we're, we're definitely not 
to the point where like we have the the end where we we have all that latest tidbits before they come out. We we know when everybody else knows. Yeah. Well, I did post um, when I found out this was definitely a go. I did post to my Instagram, and someone had asked for two questions from you guys, which we've kind of addressed the first one, but I'm going to ask it since I said I would officially ask it. Do you think there will ever be an NSYNC reunion? I think that, I think realistically, what we will get is you will get these after parties, these eat to the beats, Mm -hmm. these type of events where you have, you know, maybe one or two of them, maybe three of them getting together and doing performances. Um, I think that we all hope and and manifest that there'll be something more. But I think as time goes on, um, I think that, I'm, I'm, I'm me personally, I'm less hopeful. Um, mm-hmm. And I, but I think that, you know, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and showing them that there is that market for it, buying the merch and showing them all the love that we possibly can. And hopefully that even though they're all in so different places in life, that there'll be that moment where it clicks for all of them. And they say, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Shade, what do you think? Do you agree? Oh God! This is gonna this is gonna sound. I'm so delusional. I am. I am so delusional. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll I'll drink the Kool Aid with you, Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sitting like, okay, he sold off all of his music, so he's contractually free now. <laughs> I'm over here like they still have to applause, so they can make money if they redo that. Like I'm in my head, I'm sitting here like they are somewhere on a desert island. They are practicing. They are doing their thing. But my my 33 year old want to be you know old owl soul wise self and saying hmm, well maybe something here and there I, I think if we did get something it wouldn't be um it wouldn't be as active like i don't know if you guys ever go back and watch the um the not the instinct intimate holiday special sorry i just watched it the other day freaking loved it still um the one from fox family how active they were and especially jc like all over the stage if we were to get something it wouldn't be that active no like a very agreed yeah i I think it'd be like a limited tour a limited venue at the air or just extra exclusive where only certain i don't i'm not sure i'm not i well it definitely wouldn't be as as active we i met chris recently at one of those (laughs) top 2000 meet and greets and somebody in the crowd had asked him you know what dance moves do you remember the most and he was like all right, ready for this? We're like, yeah, we're ready. He's like, this I promise you. Put <laughs> <laughs> on chairs, microphones. That's the way it's gonna be, guys. And we're like, it was we, the whole room erupted in laughter. It was it was really funny. <laughs> I love Chris so much. I freaking love that man. He has such a good sense of humor. <laughs> oh, um, but oh, sorry to answer your question. I'm giving you such a JC answer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm all right with that. That tracks JC or um, Justin because Justin tells five stories to tell one. And I'm oh, like, yes, I feel this in my soul. Like, oh, we are the same. I think we've all got ADHD. Just hasn't been. Well, no, Justin's been diagnosed, but me and JC. Um, yes, I do believe it'll happen. I think it'll be when it does happen, it'll probably be like maybe another at least two to three years from now. I really do, at least then and on. Because I feel not to sound more, but I feel like they're even feeling like, you know what, we're not going to be here forever and we should give the fans what they want at least one last time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Hamiltonian. <laughs> Yeah, I know there's been a lot of times where Gina and I have literally sat for hours talking about what 
a possible reunion could look like and where we've, they would do it. Yeah, we've even done, created our own set I think, lists. Yeah, we did a set list. Like, we were really into it. And I'm not going to lie, with Powerball being as high as it was, I was like, okay, if I win the Powerball, I'm going to somehow, like, pay in sync to get back together and do, like, like all right, how one about, what's big, your price? like, shebang. That is awesome. I am in agreement. I am in sync with you with that. I am down. Let's go. Wouldn't that be beyond? It'd be like just like just like three songs. Like just give me something. Like let's just do it. You know. When Joey does these after party events, and he's like, "Oh, like he does like these private organizations." I'm like, "So can we find out how much this is? Because we can so make our own little in sync right." Concerts exactly. Can you just bring like at least one or two more with you, and it'll be great. It'll be great. I, I seriously <laughs> put together like a tour list. Okay, they're gonna start in Florida where it all began. Then they're gonna go here. Then they're gonna go here. Of course, they have to hit up LA because who wouldn't hit up LA? Then Vegas. Then they come back down over here. I literally had, I had, I had a map set out for everywhere. Don't make me fly too far. Oh make, my, no! Let me just drive down the road. I live, oh. I live like 15 minutes from our arena that they would probably be at that's the closest one but i'm like don't make me fly i mean i will i will if i have to but or what if they did like a stadium only tour again yeah i was even okay with just a casino like i don't even need a stadium like all the casinos that they would want to go to are like way too far for me (laughs) Okay. Me personally, I just need one show. I don't care where it is. Mm-hmm. Just let me know where it is so I can max out my credit cards and be in front row and do meet and greet and the whole shebang a bang. And right. we're good. Yes. And I can die a happy woman. Well, that, <laughs> you know, it's so funny when they were posting like the con remember um over ho- well just two weeks ago, of course, they were doing the spirit of Halloween costumes. And oh. I started doing one and then I stopped, but it was like the 40-year-old fan, like mm-hmm. Maxed out credit cards <laughs> due to traveling. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll like I'll spend the money. I'll do it. Like I'll and I'll spend a year paying it all off, but we're paying it off. <laughs> totally. Like, take all of my money. Yeah. Can you imagine if they did like an in sync cruise? That that ship thing oh, yes. on there. <laughs> I get you. That know. would be beyond cool bum rushing like on every single stop. We got extra hundred something people. Like, how did y'all get here? Well, it's insane, dang it. We came from Barbados. Like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I kid you not. I could so, I would so see that. I would so do it too. Wouldn't yeah. that be awesome? And they could if leave from all over. Right? <laughs> uh, like, one could leave from New York, one could leave from Florida, one from California, and just go to the closest cruise ship, <sighs> get on it. You know, so there's, um, there was this, this video on TikTok. Where it said, um, I think it was Chelsea Houska from um, Real Mom, Teen Mom OG. And she was saying, oh, you know, I had to go and take my daughter to listen to some real music. And she took her to a Backstreet Boys um, concert because I guess she had a photo with Howie D back in the day. And I left the comment. I said, see, you know what? And I tagged all five of the guys. said, this could be us, but y'all tripping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shoot, my, my son knows all about NSYNC. I'm sure your kids knew know too. You gotta you gotta teach it to the next generation. My my daughter can name all of them no matter what era it is. Like she like I've shown her stuff from like 96, 97. She knows all of them. She That's can right. tell all of them from like 2001, 2002. I'm like, that's my girl. 
Yeah, my son, my son's favorite song is Bye Bye Bye. Yep. But now Aww. he's actually been getting into O Town a little bit too, because you know those all those pop two thousand shows. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm becoming I'm becoming a, a fanny <laughs> or a townie is that what they call it? There we yeah. go. Town, you know what though? They really surprised me with their performance when I when we went. I'm like, you know what? They're actually good. They, they are. Mm-hmm. And I, I was so mad at myself. It's like, I don't want to admit this, but they are kind of good. Right? Saying it, yeah, they're not especially, especially their new, their newer stuff. Like, if you mm-hmm. get past the, like, 98, 99, like, really, you know, teeny pop boy band stuff they had going on, like, their new stuff is real good. It is. It is. You hear that? It is. Okay, I admitted <laughs> it. Dang it. I don't need that one. <laughs> That's all right. I went with so back in June, I went with my co-teacher to see New Kids on the Block. And every time they were up there, I'm like, my guys could do this. For real? <laughs> yeah, I saw New Kids on the Block last year in Fenway because I'm from Boston. So yeah. they have like a Boston show. And um, yeah, it was it was like, it was cool and it was awesome. But I was like, wow, like this makes me really want this for my own group. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a brat because I'm sitting here like, come on, instinct, like what the heck? But right, <laughs> I'm like I'm like, listen to our podcast. We're literally giving you ideas. Like, like I, I feel so bad saying that because I'm like, no, because I'm being selfish. They have families, but at the same time, I'm like, dad, nabbit, I can finally afford a ticket on my own. I don't need my parents. <laughs> I have not right? Right? one concert. Like, just go during the summer so you don't have to worry about Silas missing school. Dude, we can make anything with kids. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Be like adopted and sing family along (laughs) along the whole tour route. We can be like the Winnebago girls so we can follow them and we can homeschool their kids in the the meantime. I'm a teacher. I volunteer (laughs) tribute. I'll be the teacher. I volunteer tribute. (laughs) I know we have several teachers that would volunteer. For real. (laughs) I'll just, um, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll be the lunch lady. There we go. I'll be the lunch lady. I'm <laughs> look for them. I can throw down. I'm just saying. Christina <laughs> could coordinate all their travel. I could. And, and then there you go. Here. They just, just got to make it happen and hire all us. All they have to do is ask. That's all <laughs> they have to do. They don't even have to ask. We'll just do it. <laughs> they, don't even need to pay, they don't even need to pay me. I just need free concert tickets to every show. Yes. Yes. Like, I will do it for free. I will just tell my I job. I will do it I will work for home. drink vouchers at each show. <laughs> I love that. Give me a and ticket will... and three drink vouchers. I'm down. Wait, I'll wait. Do you got to find someone who can watch Bronson. Uh, Joey <sighs> has two sugar gliders. Um, I don't think, I don't know if anyone else has any animals. But I think that's it. Yeah, we got to find someone to watch the animals. Oh, I'll walk the dogs. I'll do it. <laughs> I volunteer. Volunteers tribute. I'll do laundry. <laughs> I'll do laundry too. I know JC's gonna be the easiest because he's gonna want fresh drawers and fresh socks after every show. Yeah, he'll have fresh underwear every day. You only have to wash it. He'll throw them out. <laughs> Just like he did back in the day. I don't know if he right? did. Did he ever forgive Melinda for telling us that? Does he does he know that she told us that? Who knows with him? Who knows? Our forever mysterious man. Aww. <laughs> and speaking of JC, the second question we got from the same person was, do you think JC will ever make his own music? I think that JC knows that there's fans that want it. 
And I think that, I think it's really complicated. I know that there's so much backstory to the whole JC thing. And I, th- I think JC really likes to be behind the scenes and do the producing and the writing. So again, I mean, I think it's tough because he's really like truly the voice of our generation. Like he, his voice is just so beautiful, but I don't know. I don't, I, I really, that's, I'm more confident on if InSync is going to reunite than I am about whether JC is going to go back out and produce an album. I, I just don't know. I hope, but I just don't know. Yeah. Especially cause he's been writing for other people. I mean, it's one thing to produce something that's just kind of given to you, but uh He's really being able to focus his creativity on the writing and the producing. Sometimes, sometimes, I mean, it's been a while. I'm trying to think the last time he actually sang on something and was like actually credited on it as being a the guest vocalist. I'm trying to think. I want to say like 2016 was probably one of the last times. I'd, we're going to talk about this with Anna from This Must Be Pop Pod, and she'll have she'll have that answer. Was um, it We Blow Up the Moon? Was it Basement Tracks? Or was it? Am I saying their name right? Remember that song? Um, and under the sun, we'll gather around when we blow up the moon. No. Yeah. Was that the last? Um, one? Possibly. I don't remember anything else. Possibly, I yeah. That that's feeling very, very on in my head as far as what probably the last thing would have been. Um, I know that, and again, we're going to talk about this with Anna as well. Um, that he and his writing partner are doing a musical, and yeah, and they're and they're workshopping that. I'm like. What is that? I'm like, I need, I'm clearly not a, enough of a theater person to know what that means as far as how close is this to being finished if, you're, work, if you're workshopping it. How close is it to being real? As I, yeah. I mean, it's not real until it's released. Because I feel like we've known about this for the last two years at least. <sighs> it's, yeah, he's definitely been talking about it for a while. I'm, I'm super excited for whenever it does eventually come out, even if it takes a few years. Because I think it'll right. be really cool really fun and different and Mm -hmm. something i mean like i said i mean i think where i am in my life i just want to support them all and and yeah i think this is a really cool opportunity for jc that actually answers the (laughs) that was my answer i'm like uh i don't think he's gonna do anything by himself i think he's gonna he's gonna be a collaboration type of guy i don't think he wants to do anything solo anymore no I think didn't he say that at one point that he really likes he's not like a one person kind of guy that he really yeah. likes the, the uh-huh. meeting of minds and the collabs. Mm-hmm. Remember, um, um, oh god, it was on. I remember I stayed up till three in the morning just to get this daggone episode released. Um, Lance Bass. Yes, uh, the I, daily podcast. Can I just you. say I hated that. The theme song? I hated the theme song. I loved yeah. it. It was so funny. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite either. <laughs> I, it, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. But he was like, remember he said on his on the one with the golden voice, he was like, Yes. You know, I don't want to do this alone. Thank you for being out here with me. That he would like kind of look at his yeah. band. Yeah. So that's what kind of really hit me in the heart. Like he doesn't want to do it alone. Uh, he oh. a Christmas is coming. JC, no, no you don't have to be alone. Oh, girl! 
That is my soul. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. That is my song right there. I kid you not. So, JC, heed your own advice. You don't have to be alone. And not just at Christmas. He put his foot in that song, okay? That, to me, to me, that is one of the greatest songs he has ever written. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> you know what, Marissa, don't let us go out somewhere because I'm going to be the biggest hype person. I hype people up. If I'm in a group with you, I'm going to hype you up like crazy. Oh, I already know that. <laughs> <laughs> I did that in front of Lance one time. We uh we went to Rocco's and Diana from... um the Lance Bass Turchin Squad was with us. And she was like, I don't want to go over there. I said, why? And she's like, I don't look good. I don't, excuse my language. I was like, girl, you better rock your shit. I was like, come here. And I, I took her over there to Lance. I said, Lance, tell her to rock her shit, please. She's like, you better own your shit. Girl. I said, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Love that. Uh, that. That settles it. When, when I finally get to LA, we, we're, we're, we're hanging out, Chade. Yes, yes. Especially, especially, like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to have, like, a bunch, like, more than a week or two notice so that I can actually do this. And it'll be for something that Lance will be at, which means JC might be there. Can't always guarantee that. Um, <sighs> but, I mean, Yeah. And and that's probably what'll end up happening. Be like, no, like I know I came all this way, but no, I I can't do this. And you're gonna be like, nope, you're just gonna do this. Like push me into it and be like, okay. I'm going to snatch your. I'm, I'm going to snatch your wrist. And like if you don't come on, excuse me. Like I'm 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 one of those friends. Where I'm like if you don't do it, I'm gonna embarrass you. I will bust out the Megan Stallion knees right now if you do not get over there. The more you meet them, though, the more the more natural it feels. Like I've yeah. met I've met Lance once, Joey twice, and Chris twice. And especially <laughs> like like Joey. The last time I saw Joey, I went to the um, Eat to the Beat concert in Orlando in August, and like Joey was like just hanging out with us. How like, did you not like, melt in yeah. his arms from his? I, I don't know, but it, it literally just felt like I was just like hanging out with some guy that I thought was cool. Like, right. I feel yeah. like I was hanging out with some celebrity that I've admired for 20 years. Like, And that was how I felt with Chris at the second um, Pop 2000 show I went to, because I'd already met him in Baltimore, and then I saw him here in California. And, I mean, he didn't say anything that necessarily was like, oh, I remember you, but at the same time, like, I felt that connection. Yeah. I mean, the one thing about, I think, all the three of the guys I've met is that they make you feel so, so at ease. Yes. It's, it's They just have, like, this really crazy ability to make you feel like they're just that, like, I mean, they are just normal people. I, I recognize that. Like, I understand that, especially, I think, being in the Mission and Sync group. Like, I think over the last few years, I've, I've really come to terms with the fact of, like, okay, like, yeah, they're super talented and we're super famous, but, like, they're totally normal guys. But, like, when you actually meet them, like, I don't know, all those nerves, they just leave your body and you're just fine and cool. And I don't know. You know what? So if you have the opportunity to meet them, people, don't chicken out. Go do it. <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you, you know what helped me with Chris when I met him? What? A lot of alcohol? A lot of liquor. <laughs> mm. 
I had several adult beverages before Woo! I met Chris, I've, and I got to tell you, it helped. I don't think we did an official count, but I, when we did our Pop 2000 episode, I'm pretty sure, based on your account, you had at least six or seven drinks between when we were getting ready in the hotel room to right before we met him. Yeah, and then, the first and then you had some after. Lance, and I definitely had quite a few drinks too and we did like this is right before the twins were born so we actually we it was our pop 2000 week but we did a like a baby shower and so like we literally had like it was it was super cute we had like champagne we had like little baby shower cake and cookies and like it was a true baby shower we all had presents it was really cute but like you know so we all have champagne and then melinda's like do you want more and i'm like yes yes please <laughs> But it was like it was just one of those like again surreal pinch moments. Like, am I really throwing a baby shower for Lance Bass right now? Like, seriously? <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. This has been so much fun. I feel like I we're just girls this. at a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aren't we all just girls at a sleepover when it comes to NSYNC? Like, do right. we just turn back into like these like teenage girls that just like gush about all the fantasies and different things that we like about them. It's oh, kind of God. the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine after hours we'd all start reading our fanfic? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I started I I go like in and out of fanfic. Really? And I've started reading it again recently. And you know, it just really gets to you, doesn't it? You know? <laughs> kind of just I mean, takes you away to another place. Yeah, I, it's I, fun. I think fanfic is fun because you have this idea of who the guys are. So, like, when you're able to like read mm -hmm. a fiction story about these, you know, I I don't even say characters. I feel like we have a pretty good good sense of who they actually are as people. So it's, it, yeah. it makes it more fun. For real. Um, I was shout actually... out to Shades of Insync if you're listening. Yes. Oh, I think it's a We need an update. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold. This is new to me, girl. Hold on. Oh. Type this in right now. Is it Instagram? Wait no. A so, so it's so Shades of Insync is an author on InsyncFiction.com. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I, I think it may be a girl I don't know it could be a man I don't know so they only have two stories up as far as I <sighs> can tell um, the first one definitely caught my attention because it's I mean do I do I tell what the first story is kind of about no 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 we don't <laughs> <laughs> we don't what should I find out for herself I'm like yeah, yeah. because you know okay, but this like... second story I gotta tell you it is it just pulled at my heartstrings it is so good and it is but at the same time I'm like I, I intense and oh my gosh but I have a feeling it's I after reading this last chapter I'm like I don't think I'm gonna get <laughs> what I'm looking for in this story. I really no, don't. I, no, I think you will because the first story that this person did, you kind of felt like, where is this going? And then all of a sudden it just kind of went like very fast and a very much of a direction that you weren't expecting. And I oh, think that's my. what's going to happen in the second. I'm telling Shade, you, you got to read it. You got to read them. You got to read okay, it. Well, there is this, there's this side of TikTok that's called book talk. And it's Ooh, like, oh, I'll have to look. 
I would I would have to send y'all a link to get it on your algorithm because I, I can't I can just tell you about the hashtag, but I think I'd rather like send you something to make you find it. But like, what it is is it's like a little smidget of a scene that you're reading, and they always like lead up to a really good intensive part, and then it's like, oh, here's the book right here on Amazon. You're like, dynamic. <laughs> And and you and of course like that would explain why I have um oh my god I can't think of Sam Smith unholy in my head like every five seconds because they all they all use that same freaking sound. Really don't know Daddy's so I'm sitting here like reading like and she called and she crawled over to his bed and looked him in his eyes and said Antonio. I'd like and I'm like oh my god oh my god this is great and then dot 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 and it starts over and I'm like you 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 know what I don't like y'all. <laughs> so Christina, do we want to give a little teasers for something that we have planned for February as far as a guest? Yeah, while we're on this topic. We were sure. we will be having Fiction Lynn on our podcast in February. Ooh. Talking Ooh. in talking in sync fan fiction as well as the series that she's writing. Um, Which is excellent. Yes, it is. Um, and I was like, so number one, like you write romance novels and February is like Valentine's Day and your third book comes out in March. So I feel like it's a perfect time to like plug and give give people some time to read and kind of catch up before the next book comes out. Oh, my God. Um, I just got a great idea to go along with this. Yes. Have you guys ever heard of Dipsy? No. No. I'm like, you mean the the audio? Tubby? What? I was <laughs> no. like, isn't there a dipsy? I Teletubbies? I don't even know. But I saw like, okay, I thought about so <clears throat> just like Audible, you know, it, you can listen to someone read the book. What okay. if I recorded someone reading the story and that like with a nice sexy voice? Okay, forgive me. I'm thinking of a man, of course, but I, it, it could be anybody with the same. Why am I thinking Peter? Oh my God. It could be like, ready to fall after dark. Like the month of thirst all over again. I love that. (laughs) The month of thirst, extra thirsty. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, without just talking in sync and not just being more specific to mission in sync, is there anything else we we haven't covered? I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I think this has been a really fruitful conversation, and I think we have a lot here. I think it's going to be great. I'm really excited for this episode. Well, thank you. you know what? Um, so yeah, we commend you both, and thank you so much for being consistent. Thank you so much for giving us a, a platform just to talk about our guys. Thank you so much for just doing this. It's it's awesome. We have fun. We love it. We met mm-hmm. over fan fiction. Yes. Well, I that's kind of the beautiful Gina. thing is, is that these guys bring us all together. Like, I have mm-hmm. some really amazing friends that I would never have met if it wasn't for NSYNC. I love it. I have so many people I talk to every day that if I hadn't been a fan of NSYNC when I was a teenager, I wouldn't have any reason 
to speak with them or yeah. know them. Yeah. And they've become such a huge part of my story. Yeah. The last couple of years. It's really yeah, it's funny how like that one common interest takes you and then it spurls off into these other things. And then you actually become like real friends and you talk 99% of things that have nothing to do with sync, but sync yeah. is the common thing that brought you together. It's crazy. I love it. I love it. I can't say it's Ooh. crazy. It almost kind of makes it sound not as special to say it's crazy, but it's just, it's very special. It's very sweet. I love it. Well, it's just it's the sweet. way that these guys are, are special because they're still doing this after all these years. It's kind yep. of, it's probably the true like in sync legacy, to be honest. Yeah. I, I feel like they'd be like, I, I'm trying to th think of how to word it that, I mean, that's, that's something they live that they live for. Like knowing that, it's not just, oh, something that happened 20 years ago, but that still means so much to us even now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, you, I think when people think boy bands, they think of these teeny boppers that are like going crazy and like, like being like, oh my God, they're so hot. And the, that these, the people, the, the people in the boy bands have no talent. And that's not true at all. We all know that. And it's like now that we're all grown women and we're still bonding over this it kind of gives more credibility to the fact that they're maybe we should like ditch the boy band term and just That's why I say recognize them for the artists they are yeah, yeah. can That's i just say though that they are still hot yes This is I Want You Back for the week of November 7th through 13th, starting in 1997, going through 2002. Um, yeah, I looked through 96, and they had the entire month of November off. They'd been doing stuff in Europe in October, and then they have some, some stuff in December, but the whole month of November, they were back here in the States. Taking lying. a break. Taking a break, which I'm glad that they were able to get to do that because I feel like a lot of the times we feel like it was just very much go, 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 go. And I'm sure it was, but um, clearly they did have some time off, um, that there was nothing reported for them. Um, so starting in 1997, November 8th, Together Again was released in Germany as a single. And on the 11th, NSYNC win a Bambi Award. If I'm not mistaken, this was one of those super awkward performances where the where the producers and everything wanted them to lip sing. And so, and you can totally tell that that's that the track is being played over it. But you can also tell that they're singing live. They're like, no, we don't lip sing. And they're like, well, we don't have anything to mix five voices together. We barely, we don't even have five microphones. Like I remember they were, that's something they said was that a lot of the time they don't have even enough microphones for everybody. So they would have to share microphones and to sing live. Cause they're like, we don't lip sing. Like, no, that's just not us. So some of their, performances were a little bit more awkward because they're like, no, we're just, we're going to sing. If you don't have enough mics for us, we're still going to make it work. Um, we're not going to lip sing. Um, 
So, Gina, is a Bambi Award like a Grammy, but in Germany? So it's let me let me look it up because I'm wondering if it's like a TV uh, channel. Oh, okay. I thought a Bambi was like a um German. Well, I guess Grammys are worldwide. Is Grammy you know like what is? I don't know. I don't know all about about all of these awards, but. I thought a Bambi award was just like any kind of okay, television so, or movie or music or just anything. In so, Germany. so, so after looking it up on Google or yeah, Bing, Microsoft Bing, because I'm using my Microsoft browser, the Bambi, often called the Bambi Award and stylized as Bambi, is a German award presented annually by Hubert Berta Media to recognize excellence in international media and television to personalities in the media, arts, culture, sports, and other fields with vision and creativity who affected and inspired the German public that year, both domestic and foreign, which is why NSYNC has won because oh, gotcha. it's, it's okay. both German German artists as well as worldwide. Gotcha. So I guess it's it's like the Oscar, it's all of, it's just their award show for everything that's arts and entertainment because it's media, arts, culture, sports, other fields. So it's the Grammys, the Oscars, everything all rolled into one. So I feel like for Insync to win to have won a Bambi is pretty prestigious. Yeah. So yay, good job, boys. Whoop whoop. Um. So yes. So they won a Bambi award in 1997. In 1998, on the seventh, they had a performance in Fort Lauderdale at the Broward County Fair. So they go from winning this award being recognized as an international like phenomenon like they're yeah to so back to the united <laughs> states playing county fairs with livestock no <laughs> i hear I mean, county fair and i think like well that's what ours was and goats when they <laughs> chickens when they when they did our santa clara county fair like that's what it started as was a 4-h animal animal thing and that's actually what it's gone to this year was the first year they had it post covid and there were no rides there was no music it was just the animals and so like no one showed up but um but yeah when InSync did it like if they if they decided to walk around and not not be followed by screaming girls they could have done rides. They could have seen the <laughs> seen the animals. Um, I think I think part of it is you even get to bid on them to like take those animals home. I'm I'm guessing it's not for like pets. It's for other things, which makes me sad. But like Charlotte's Web, that's how things go sometimes. <laughs> not all animals are pets. Anyway, feel free to edit <laughs> any and all of that out. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe we leave it just for fun. <laughs> yeah. On the 10th, um, Home for Christmas was released as their holiday album and quickly joins their debut album on the Billboard Top 10. Not just the holiday Top 10. That probably wasn't even a thing Billboard, yet. Right. But just the overall Top 10. So they had two albums in the Top 10. 
at the same time. That's awesome. Their official book and the In the Mix video were released. I don't know what happened to my version of their official book. I'm, I'm guessing it means the like thinner one as opposed to the big um, hardback that they had. I don't think that that might be a different one. I think they probably mean like the smaller paperback, which I do have that. I bought that off of someone, I think, on eBay, either eBay or Facebook. Um, and then I do have In the Mix on DVD. I had it on VHS, but that got lost with all of my VHSs in one of our moves. So I'm glad I have that on DVD again. On the 11th, they won Best Dance Clip and Best New Artist at the Billboard Awards. Good job. And on the 12th, they appeared in an issue of Rolling Stone. On the 13th, they had a performance in Hawaii at the Aloha Stadium. I'm not going to say the name of the city because it's four vowels and I'm probably going to mess it up. So <laughs> they were in Hawaii at the Aloha Stadium. So it was not the first time that they were in Hawaii, or not the last time, sorry, because they were, they finished their Ain't No Stopping Us Now tour with two concerts in Honolulu, if I remember correctly, because those were right after I saw them in 99. So this was their first time in Hawaii. They've, they've, they were there twice. Good to know that. Um, in 1999, on the 8th of November, by NSA the first day, campaign was established. I don't think I officially joined the campaign, but I know I bought two copies the first day. I had pre-ordered copies, so Yeah, yes. I don't remember joining the campaign, but I remember it like it was yesterday. And you would see all of the, like, fan-made artwork. Mm -hmm. And in one of the pictures, it was like a picture of JC, like, kicking and it was like three pictures of JC kicking something. And it was like, say bye, bye, bye to Backstreet by huh. NSA on the first day. I remember that. I wish I should do a Google search and see if I could find it. But um, I do remember that. So that was like a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And then so the next, there's four that are all the same day. And I'm pretty sure... I have at least three of the four of these, if not a full four for four. And at some point today, I'm going to go look and see. Um, so four different albums were released on November 9th in 1999. The Pokemon soundtrack, including Somewhere Someday. The Light It Up soundtrack, including If Only in Heaven's Eyes. Release of Gift of Christmas compilation, which includes It's Christmas. And Totally Hits, which included God Must Have Spent. And I know I have the Pokemon Light It Up and Totally Hits. I'm not sure if I have the Gift of Christmas. I will have to look. And then on November 13th, Joey's parents and some friends of the Fatone family were running a studio in Orlando called Act 3 Acting Studio. And they had a conference on November 13th in Orlando. I wonder if that's still around. I don't know. Very interesting. Um, in 2000, on November 7th, they were guests on the Rosie O'Donnell show. Justin was asked, are you dating Britney Spears? 
And he paused and said, yeah. And that was a big highlight of that show. I remember that clip. Um, this was like a very big deal then. And also on that episode, they sang this, I promise you, and it's going to be me. Um, Justin also said later that he was getting a new tattoo that day on the lower part of his leg and that it was going to be a tribal design that he designed himself. And the Grinch soundtrack went on sale with You Don't Have to Be Alone, which consequently we talked about, or we will talk about, you'll hear, on our episode um, with Anna, because we had talked about how that song was not on the Christmas album. Also on the 8th, Joey called into the Howard Stern show. Um, Howard asked Joey if he's ever seen Justin and Brittany messing around in true Howard fashion, right? Um, (laughs) Joey said he's never seen them kissed. He doesn't know much about their relationship. Howard also questioned whether Brittany was really a virgin, especially if she had her nipples pierced. Uh, later asked, can he just get her high and bang her? And asked to speak to Justin, <sighs> but he was away on a photo shoot when Joey called in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what a train wreck. You know what, though? I remember the bus drivers in New York having Howard Stern on <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I'm, I'm suddenly very glad that my life plan didn't work out the way that it did, because they would have ended up asking the same questions of me and Justin. They would have asked about your nipples. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Are your nipples pierced? Please tell me we're editing this out. Please tell me we're editing this out. Like, oh, I... I am turning several shades of red just from what you that I was like oh shit I didn't cut that out I just copy and pasted without reading what that was I think it's fine it's part of the history it (sighs) happened this week whoop whoop maybe I'll try to find the interview and uh post it to our actually I'm Uh, gonna find that interview and post it to our Instagram oh that's on the 9th they had an autograph signing at Bloomingdale's in New York and then it says on the 9th and 10th the No Strings Attached full tour was in Uniondale, New York, which is Nassau Coliseum, um, Nassau County, Long Island. On the 10th, they were co-hosts on Live with Regis, and they performed at Bloomingdale's in New York, which we already said. Oh, no, they had an autograph signing, I guess, yeah. on the 9th, and then they performed on the 10th. And that was at the unveiling of the store's Christmas windows, and they had ornaments that went on sale to benefit Challenge for the Children. Also on the 10th, Justin's signed Lugs boot from his last tour will be among the items in Shoe Mania 2, an online auction to benefit Orlando's Southern Ballet Theater, which and would run from the 10th through the 20th of November at planethollywood.com through eBay. The Lugs boots that Justin Timberlake auctioned off on Planet Hollywood um, raised $2,200. Nice. On the 11th, they hosted a Stars at a Party at Planet Hollywood in New York City. And they, I'm really hoping New York and Washington, D.C. are somewhat close to each other. Because, so they had, they hosted that party in New York. And then they also had a concert in Washington, D.C. the same day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Is not. Is it like an hour flight? Probably an hour. Okay. To fly, and I was gonna say, I think the Excel train. You could. I don't know if they had the Excel train 
Probably not in 2000. I don't know. But I mean, you can take a train, like a high-speed train from New York to DC. And how long well. does that take? Probably under an hour and a half. Okay. So, I mean, it was definitely doable. Okay. Um, on the 12th, turkey hands go up for auction at butterball.com. So I'm like, I'm curious as to what their turkey hands looked like. <laughs> Interesting. And they had a concert in Philadelphia on the 12th. <laughs> on the 13th, they had an appearance on Queen Latifah's show and um, had the Planet Hollywood Times Square opening party in New York. So, I man, forgot. They were just, they were just back and forth. They were just super back and forth between New York and other East Coast hotspots. Um, also on the 13th, World Pop Reports NSYNC were in New York Monday night to help launch the Wild Foundation, which occurred at Planet Hollywood. So, you know, man, it's crazy. A lot of, just a lot of charity stuff with them, and I love that. If you look at this week in 1998, they were at the Broward County Fair. Fair. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Two years later, they're, like, everywhere. Everywhere, the Eastern Seaboard, like, <laughs> all over. I love it. I mean, I know they never expected it to get this big, <laughs> as big as it got. So, yeah. In 2001, on the 7th, NSYNC announced to be participating in the closing ceremonies of the Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City on February 24th at the University of Utah Stadium. One of, so this was my senior, so 2001 was my senior year. The year of the Olympics, my, one of my math teachers took a leave of absence so that he could work in the Olympic Village. Like, he was like, I'm going to not teach for a few months. I don't think he took the whole year off, but he took some time off so that he could go work in the Olympic Village in Utah. I was like, that's really interesting. I'm like, so like, part of me is like, did he see NSYNC? Like, did, like, did his daughters ask to come along and be like, no, you have to go to school? I don't know. Um... On the 10th, it says on the 10th, soundcheck for concert on the 11th. This was the Miami Beach concert. So November 11th, 2001, NSYNC, along with Willa Ford, Debbie Gibson, and Deborah Cox, among others, performed in front of more than 150,000 people, the group's largest U.S. audience, according to promoters, at a charity event on Miami Beach. Next page is you, Christina. Oh, I'm talking and I'm muted. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Christina. There you go. That tracks. On November 12th, the Best Buy bobbleheads were announced. It says fame and success have finally gone to NSYNC's heads. Their noggins are so inflated that they can barely hold them up as if their necks are only flimsy metal springs. Oh, wait. Their necks really are flimsy metal springs, while the real Justin, JC, Lance, Chris, and Joey are still perfectly proportional. Their bobblehead doppelgangers, available from Best Buy outlets beginning November 24th, depict the group with oversized melons to match their extra-large bank accounts. A different bobblehead doll, one for each member, will be available each week, starting with JC Chazet. 
According to a Best Buy spokesperson, other figurines will become available each successive Saturday, with Lance Bass arriving December 2nd, Joey Fatone December 9th, Justin Timberlake December 16th, and Chris Kirkpatrick December 23rd. The limited edition dolls will sell for $9.99 with a minimum $25 purchase, and each came with a numbered certificate of authenticity. Best Buy donated $1 million in proceeds from the sale of the dolls to the 9-11 New York relief efforts through its Best Buy Children's Foundation. Did you buy these when they came out? I did not, actually. So I had, I must have been going through a Lance phase at this point. (laughs) Because I did have the Lance one. So I don't know if I was either really into Lance and that's why I bought it. Or I could have been in Best Buy that weekend and I bought it because they had it. But actually, not. I was sometime over the summer, these dolls were posted on an NSYNC page on Facebook that yes. I had joined. And I bought the whole set. I, I, feel, have I feel like I might have <laughs> asked for them, but they were like, no, because you have to buy other stuff in order to get the dolls. And we don't really shop. Uh, Best Buy. Yeah, so at this I don't, point, I don't even know where the closest Best Buy was to us at that point. So, I mean, for me, in 2001, I was having, like, I was in college, and I was working part-time. So, I went to Best Buy, like, for all of my CDs. Like, that's where you went. You either went to the wall, or you went to Best Buy. And I had started just going to Best Buy, because... At Best Buy, you could get a CD for like eleven ninety nine, and at the wall, it was like twenty one nineteen with tax. Like mm. I remember that. Um, so, I mean, to spend thirty five dollars in one shot at Best Buy would have totally tracked for me to do because that mm-hmm. would have just been like two CDs, a pack of gum, and the doll. So, I think that could be why I only have one too. I don't know. Mm. Purchase with purchase, and it wasn't free. <laughs> yeah. You had to pay for it. But at least the money went to a good cause, so. Yeah. On November 12th, another NSYNC news, the group will appear in the TV special NSYNC Live, the Atlantis concert. Oh, that's one of my favorites. That was um, aired on November 23rd on CBS. This was according to a Jive Records spokesperson. The concert taking place Thursday at the Atlantis Hotel on Paradise Island in the Bahamas also featured country singer Tim McGraw, who performed a medley of well-known American songs with NSYNC. The group will host the network's entire night of programming before the concert airs. I remember watching that with my dad. Because I remember the Tim McGraw part. Mm-hmm. And now I'm suddenly oh. confused because for some reason I thought they shot this back in September. And this was where... They and Melissa Joan Hart got stuck because of 9-11. So maybe they went back after. Well, no, I think what they were saying was on the 12th, they reported that it was going to be airing on November 23rd. Not that they recorded it on the 12th. Well, because it says the concert taking place on Thursday. So I don't know. Yeah, because I think November 23rd. Was a Thursday. I think that's Which, why they're so saying was, that. So that would have been Thanksgiving. Yeah. That year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very nice. 
And on November 13th, it says AMA nominees announced at the Beverly Hills Hotel. NSYNC was nominated for favorite band, duo, or group, pop rock, and favorite album, pop rock for celebrity. And on the 13th, at the Golden Hanger Awards, NSYNC won. And that takes us to 2002. On November 7th, Justin was scheduled to appear at 106 and Park on BET. Also on the 7th, Joey scheduled to appear on the Wayne Brady show and they went to high school together. So that tracks. And then also on the 7th, Joey was scheduled to appear on the Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn. Um, on the 7th, JC attended the EA Games, launching three new video games at Raleigh Studios in LA. Howie D and Tara Reed were also in attendance. On the 8th, Justin appeared on the Today Show. And possibly on the 8th, JC helped Tara Reed celebrate her 20th, 27th birthday in high style, reports us. And also on the 8th, Joey, after his rent performance, um, he was asked about where Lance was, and he replied, Florida, at home in Orlando. That's weird that someone would ask Joey where Lance was. I could understand, where's Justin? Is Justin around? I, what? That seems weird. Um, you know what, though? What's interesting about that? I was talking to someone earlier this week, and I remember Lance was, like, pretty popular, he had that time where, like, there were a lot of land. Well, this was this was also right after everything. Wasn't this was after being, on the line? Well, this was after on the line, but it was also right after he had been told that he couldn't go to space. Oh, so maybe yes. that's what it was. Was as far that as that could have been asked. Is there? Is he still trying to go into space? Kind of thing. I don't know. On the eighth. <laughs> I feel like we were just talking about this person with Anna. Lance and Kid Rock were at Whiskey Sky at Green Valley Ranch in Las Vegas to check out the Dirty Vegas concert. Dirty Vegas, after performing at Whiskey Sky, put, a, put on a brief gig at Club Paradise early Saturday, which Lance also attended before he was spotting, spotted leaving the club at sunrise. Was Green Valley Ranch where the Pop 2000 show was over the summer? I'm I'm wondering that myself, actually. Do you want to look that up while I yeah. on continue it. reading? All right. I'm like, normally I do it, but I'm the one reading right now. <laughs> um, on the 8th and 9th, Eric White was scheduled to shoot and direct the Blowing Me Up With Her Love video. On the 9th, launch featuring Justin aired on MTV. And also on the 9th, Lance did a promotional appearance at a radio station contest winners blackjack tournament at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. And JC attended Day of the Child event at the Santa Monica Pier, sponsored by Children Uniting Nations. Howie D also attended. Um, and says, Ann Carlos, I'm guessing Santana, and Tara Reed. And I did Google and the Pop 2000 tour, which Chris hosted. Um, it had Chris hosting it, Mark McGrath, O Town, Ryan Cabrera, and LFO was at the Green Valley Green Ranch. Valley Ranch. Okay. So there you have it. 
Um, also on November 10th, Lance was spotted eating steak. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Red meat. <laughs> <laughs> At Austin Steakhouse. Um, and that says that's Texas Station in Las Vegas. On the 11th, Joey was on the Today Show judging their superstar competition with Donnie Osmond. And, I, and it says I, in here, yeah, I put that singer foreshadowing. <laughs> It was down to the two of them on the first season. Everything comes full circle, right? It does. <laughs> also on the 11th, JC appeared or called in um, to the radio station Power 106, which we think was either in Los Angeles or Florida. We're not sure. Um, also on the 11th, Lance was spotted at Rum Jungle in Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. On the 12th, JC and Tony appeared on Rick D's on Kiss in LA in the morning. Also on the 12th, first week sales for Justified came in at 445,000. Um, and that came in second to the soundtrack for Eight Mile. And I remember purchasing Justified. Me too. I don't know if I purchased it the first week, but I definitely had it. I probably um, did. And I probably bought it at Best Buy. Just saying. On November 12th, Lance was spotted in New York City. He attended Rent. Um, it says attending Rent afterwards. And then they were seen at Joey's weekly Tuesday night party at Suede. Yeah, no, that tracks. <laughs> Joey was at Suede quite a bit. Yes, he was. Um, that was his spot. Also on November 12th, it says JC made a special appearance for Dale Godboldles. Is that who that is? Gabaldo from that? Mickey Mouse okay. Club. Oh, Dale. Yeah, okay. Dale. Original, it says Original Man Entertainment Launch Party at the House of Blues in L.A. Tony Luca was headlining. And also on the 12th, it says Chris was spotted at a House of Blues event. I wonder if it was that House of Blues event. I don't know. Been. That could have been. And also on the 13th, it says Blowing Me Up started shooting. Uh, they started shooting that video. And it says it was scheduled to take two nights. Some of the filming was done in the San Fernando Valley junkyard. It says Alden Brothers Auto Wrecking in Sun Valley. And that's all the news we have for you. Um, I want you back. Yeah, so this has been a fun episode, and I'm really looking forward to next week as well. And, I mean, I enjoy all our episodes. If we didn't yeah, enjoy I them, we wouldn't, do, we wouldn't them. do them. We ha Yeah, we've yet to have one where I was just like, where we're like, just scrap it. Scrap the whole thing. Yeah, we've never done that. We've always no. used everything. So we have fun ones coming up. So obviously, yeah. this week's was Mission in Sync. Next week, we have Tina coming on to talk JC fashion. fashion. And then the week which after we, that. Which we talk a lot about two, just two looks. Like, yes. yeah. And then the week after that. Is This Must Be Pop Pod going over JC's songwriting and producing discography. So thank you, friends, for... For listening, and until next time, bye 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 bye. bye. bye.